And now, back to Atlanta for the Jenny McCarthy Show Super Bowl 53 Radio Rose Special. I'm Jenny McCarthy. This is uh, Radio Row, you guys, live right here, right at Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta. I'm sitting with Susan DeBeau, one of my other BFFs. You guys know her. She's been on the show before. Hi. Hi, Susan. This is awesome. I describe for people that don't know, because I didn't know what Radio Row was until I started Series XM. Well, I can't even, it, it, this is greater than the Super Bowl. Getting in here is harder than It is, in. isn't it? It's amazing. Everywhere I look, as a, as a football fan, this is it. I'm like in a candy store. This here. is like, the, would you say like the Vanity Fair party? Exactly. This is exactly what it is. All these major football stars are walking around, athletes everywhere. I'm trying to find a husband. But. That's what's really <laughs> funny is because I don't recognize any football players. I know so you I don't. just think it's just a bunch of men. It's like in my brain, I go, it's a meat factory of men, and then there's me. Well, well what's wrong with that? There, there's absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No uh, competition. I like it. Yeah. But if I knew who they were, it might be more exciting for me. Well, one of the biggest <laughs> stars of the year just walked by a minute ago, Patrick Mahomes. Well, Robert Kraft is over there. And yes, he jumping, is. I'm like waving over there, shaking and jumping up and down, hoping he comes over I mean, here. this is this is really is. It's like the Vanity Fair party for sports. I know, you guys. So if you ever get a chance, you'll never be here because they don't <laughs> let people in. No. Um, so so David is uh, to my left. Hi, David. Hi, Jenny. Uh, can you explain a little bit, and then I'm going to go to Sue's back to Susan because she used to own um, the Jaguars. But explain. <laughs> no <in> big deal. <laughs> for, for our female listeners, um, what happened with the Rams since they're playing against them with the Saints suing and all that? Okay, so in the NFC Championship game, there was a pass interference call that wasn't made. Very controversial. Yes. So the referee didn't reach out, grab that flag, and it would have changed the outcome of the game. Was it, it a penalty? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so it, it was. It, that's. It was so egregious. It, it was so bold that people were just confused and bewildered by it. So it moves on. The Rams win the game, and then fans from the Saints file paperwork for a lawsuit saying that the commissioner should have and could have intervened and kind of called up and said, "Hey, we need to replay this. Go back. Hit the rewind button. Start over." So it's the commissioner's it fault. Well, I went I mean, over to Susan DeBeau, who used to own the Jaguars. <laughs> well, one of the, yeah, my family owned. But the problem was is that everybody makes mistakes, and they're human. This was so blatant. This was so blatant, the foul. That How could there not be a ref's eyes on that Not play? only was it interference that people thought it was helmet to helmet. I mean, it was just, there was no way you couldn't call that. So I think that was the major issue that went on. Could the commissioner have re redone it? Probably. Now, because I didn't watch the game, would it have changed the outcome? A hundred percent. I mean, there's really no way to really know, but I think they would have scored. And, you know, who knows if it, what would have happened. Okay, now this is, this is a really dumb chick question, but couldn't they do a rematch? Uh, I mean, <laughs> probably what happened was years ago, this guy Paul, Paul Tackley-Yabu, legendary commissioner. Yeah. There was a game that ended with 48 seconds left because a team kicked a field goal and it just got to be chaotic and the teams ran off and they went into the tunnel, they went to the locker room and the commissioner called up and said, hey, listen, 46 seconds left, get them out there, finish the game. We don't leave time on the clock. 46 seconds, Donnie's taught me, is a long time left in a game. That's right. Yeah. And a lot I've can learned happen. that. It does look like a lot ha can yeah. happen. You can get a fucking touchdown with three seconds left. You run all the way down the court. Google the Alabama-Auburn <laughs> game a few years ago, see yeah. what can happen with no time left. Even um, one of last year's divisional games between the Saints and the Vikings. Um, the Vikings got a last-second touchdown. They scored. They win the game. They're going to go on to the NFC championship game. But 
there's like three, they have to kick the extra point because there's right. still technically time left. So they have to kick the extra point. So about after 10 minutes, everybody comes back out of the locker room. They kick this extra point. And it's just a formality at that point. Right. But they have to do it to fulfill the that obligation. time. So And everybody in Vegas freaks out because it changes the line. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. I want to go back a little bit into more how you used to own a football team, the Jaguars. Yes. I mean, what what is that experience like? Well, it was it was it was amazing. It was amazing. It was something a dream for my father, and and it was really my mother and my brother who convinced him to be a part of it. He how how many years did you guys own it? Up until uh, four five years ago when Shad Khan bought the team, but then we were several owners. You know, we we, we were just one one of many. But um, it was thrilling. It was and, and what was what is the job of an owner? And we're speaking to a lot of females listening, so that's why I'm asking such simple questions. Well, yeah, and it. it, it I mean, we weren't really involved in the day-to-day, -day, you know, decisions. So you don't get to do the draft? You, you no, get... no, no. Those were all, that was all left to See, the coaches. But, but but I've seen owners, I've watched Hard Knocks, and the owner steps in a lot of the time. Well, we had a principal owner, Wayne Weaver. Got who it. started something called Nine West, maybe you've heard yes, of that. Yes, I have <laughs> heard of it. Yeah, so he um, he was the principal owner, and he had meetings with all you know with all the owners, basically my dad, and they made those big big decisions. So he was in part of some type of decision. It oh. wasn't just I get a nice box every game. No, no, he was part of the decision making. Yeah, and and is it profitable? <laughs> uh, yes. While you own the team, if you're losing. Oh. Um, well, I don't know about that, but I mean, it, it was a good investment. We'll just put it that way. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. And you said, but what was the but? About oh, what? no. I said you said you know if you're losing. I, I mean, it's it's a long-term commitment, knowing that eventually the investment will. And and do you miss it? I do. I miss it more now because a lot of the time I was living in L.A. with you and yes. hanging out. You know, so I'm. But so now you know when I was home, we owned it for a few years, but then we sold it. So. Um, I'm, I miss it, but we're still there. We go to every game. I, I you know, bleed Jaguar, you know. So. I know. And, and what has been the best memory, um, you can say, of being an owner? I think watching my, seeing it, that dream fulfilled for my father. Oh. Who's going to be 88 this summer. Wow. So to see that and to see the joy that it brought him and the heartache when we lost last year in the last game to the lovely Patriots. Um, but uh, that's been really the joy for me. Just watching him. Watching him. Now, for you guys that don't remember, Susan used to be one of the world's, and I mean, I'm not exaggerating, greatest publicist, number one, I would say, in L.A. You were a publicist for how long in Hollywood? About 19 years. 19 years. And you uh, were publicist for? Um, Barbara Streisand, Barry Manilow. Um, Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul. Whitney Jenny Houston. McCarthy. Whitney Houston. I'm sorry, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> okay. Howie Mandel, who I just saw Sunday and freaked out and said, did that really happen in your bathroom? Howie was on Jenny's show a few weeks ago, and we talked about some things that Jenny and I did in his bathroom. Um, I love it. Wait a minute. We did talk about how we came on my show, and um, we talked about how we went to Howie's birthday party, and I bought Susan uh, her first vibrator and yes. gave it to her in his bathroom. Yes. He was so Blown, blown away. away. So when I saw him Sunday night, he was in Jacksonville, and I saw him backstage, and the first thing he said to me, oh, my God, did that really happen in my bathroom? <laughs> I said, yes, it did. Um, and then I did the Vanity Fair Oscar party for eight years. So she, she, she was the one, you guys, if you go on, like, Google and look up all the Vanity Fair pictures from what year to what year? Oh, gosh. 
um, 94 to 2000, no, 92 to 2000. That's a long time. Yeah. That's Susan that's behind all those celebrities. That's the best photos down. ever. I'm ever. just like a little, I look like, like an earring behind people, you know, like Elizabeth Taylor and there I am, or Madonna, and I'm like just barely next to them. Who was the most, and I know you've asked, I've asked you this before, but we've got new listeners. Who was the biggest surprise dick? Oh, um. I know this this is really hard and people don't understand and everybody says she's so nice but boy she was rude to me Dolly Parton I love that you tell that story because you know people have said to me like oh my favorite person in the world is Dolly Parton I go I heard that she's a bitch now maybe now listen everyone has their bad days absolutely and absolutely. I, she's absolutely I love her work I think me she's too. amazing and she looks sweet to me yeah but if someone is a bitch to Susan, that pisses me off. I mean, it was just five minutes of hell with her. I don't know. I mean, it, I might have just caught Can her. Can you give me an example of what it sounds like to from a celebrity? Well, she was just talking to me under her breath. Just, you know, because you know how it is in those press lines. And, I'm, you know, I'm very nice. I'll be out of your life in five minutes. Yes. Could you just do this, this, and this? And I said, Miss Parton, you know, if you would just stand right here. And under her breath, she went, I'll stand where I want to stand. No I said, way. Okay. Nobody had ever been like that. Because, you know, in most cases, you're looking for somebody to help you and guide you through this totally. maze of media, not her. It's a little overwhelming, all those flashes and everything. Yeah. You get a little bit overwhelmed. So you're, you're looking for somebody. What did you think about Jamie Lee Curtis? Did you see when she shunned away the... Now they're having this thing where the celebrities stand against this their backdrop yeah. at the award shows, and they have these, like... Uh, it was you, an Aquafina girl. An Aquafina oh, girl. Oh, yes, I did see this. Stepping into these pictures yes. when the celebrities kind of don't know they're there. Right. Well, yes. she saw what was happening. It was her turn to stand there. She was like, no, Aquafina girl, you're not going to stand in my photos. Yeah. Uh, is it fair that they're getting away with it? Was she, did, did she do the right thing? I think she did do the right thing. I, I think she did because why should they benefit from, from her photos? Right? I'd be like, give me $50,000 and I'll stand next to the Aquafina Ex bitch. Uh, anybody can stand behind me. Absolutely. And they should have had the Aquafina girl super fat and ugly because that's who you want to stand next to. Always. Always. Right? That's why I like to go to certain places because I feel oh. like, yes. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fiji. My apologies. Oh, Fiji. Oh, we got to get it right. We strive for Sorry, accuracy. Sorry, we insulted Fiji. Aquafina. Fiji. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that's no, that's ridiculous. Has there ever been any red carpet, like, oh, my God, her underwear showing? Oh, my God, her tag's still on. Or her um, dress is backwards? Well, no, but um, once <laughs> Courtney Love was uh, was um, altered in an altered state. I, I was think, there. And she came, like, in her nightgown, remember? Yes, I was there. Yeah, and she was I, making out with her girlfriend. And I was standing there. I just got done with the red carpet, and I remember saying, to myself and to my date, wow, Courtney Love is fucked up. Fucked and up. she looks so messy and sloppy and drunk or fucked up. I'm glad you're there to confirm it. She's walking in the door and walks past me, sees me and goes, Jane McCarthy, I fucking love you. There you go. But you like, want well, to know a secret? Terrible. You yeah. want to know a secret about that night? Yeah. So she's acting like that and she's stumbling all over the place with her girlfriend. I've never told anybody this. And then I see her walk over away from the cameras and everything. And was talking to her friend just like I'm talking to you. No. I really. I think, no. I think it might have been an act. I think it was during that time and she wanted. Yeah, I think it might have been that night. See, I mean, it's so weird. Why would you act? Why would you act like that? But she was as clear and as I'm talking to you right now. The whole thing stopped for just no that minute. No way. Never told anybody. What do that. you think about celebrities that go that extra mile to just get attention? I, well, I mean, that was obviously for attention in her nightgown, or it looked like a nightgown. It did look like a I, nightgown. My memory of it is a nightgown. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, she was probably in a in a strange place. Hopefully, she's a lot better now. The Vanity Fair parties, what people you guys don't realize is it's the who's who of a party. Yeah. You're, there's not a lot of producers or managers. There's, it's all celebrities only. And you're timed when you get to come in. Yes. Yeah, so you're. Oh, let's explain the timed, okay? So you're there's a certain window when you're allowed to come in based on your level of success. That's true. So you either get midnight, you get 12.30, you get 1 a.m., you get 2 a.m., you get 3 a.m. Yeah, and then and then you're the limo driver. Yeah. <laughs> were, were you the one that decided who came no, in when? No, 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 no. I didn't decide any of that. No. No, because that they were my publicists, and I'd be like, why am I getting midnight? Yeah. And you guys are like, no, midnight's, midnight's pretty good. Midnight's good. I mean, you want to be there at midnight. Yeah. Midnight was good. I mean, the amount, what was fun for me, because I always look like I'm... Not one of them, you know, I'm kind of like the viewer. That's how I feel. Well, yeah, not really. Well, when you're standing next to Brad Pitt, who's drunk, you're like, oh my God, this is the greatest show ever. And then you look at Jennifer Aniston, who's like like sloppy and spilling her drink, and Gwyneth Paltrow, who's like twerking. I know. It's it, And you know what? Through the years, people have said to me, have you ever met, like, for instance, Julia Roberts? I don't know, maybe. I can't even remember anymore. After eight years of doing that party, I don't remember who I talked to, who I met. I should have written it all down. But I, 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 it was so overwhelming. It was coming at you so fast for so many so hours. So many celebrities. So many. What about man crush celebrity? Man crush? Yeah. My man crush is always Hugh Grant. It is. Always. Why? I don't know. Even when he sucked that girl's dick. Yeah, I kind of forget about that. But I was introduced to him once. I was in a lobby at a hotel and I was going to some client and I saw a publicist and she said, I'm waiting for my client to take him to the Tonight Show. I said, who's your client? And she said, Hugh Grant. And I said, well, I'm going to wait right here. And she goes, well, what's the matter with you? I, go, I, I, I was like stumbling. I, go, I have to meet him. I have to meet Hugh Grant. I can't even. And I'm not, I mean, like I care anymore. Right. But, You've met I everybody. Ha I had to. I had to. And, and, and how was it? Well, you know, it was fabulous. I shook his hand, and then we went off. But it was just one of those things. So it was gratifying. Yeah. You, did you feel complete after that? Pretty complete. Pretty. Now, now, Susan and I, speaking of man crushes, you also, um, we've gotten to know Bradley Cooper oh, well God. over the years. Ugh. Susan and I used to play poker with Ugh. him and then also go on some trips with Bradley. Now, I look at Lady Gaga. I just saw the movie. You guys can go on Instagram to see me bawling my eyes Sobbing. out that Donnie posted. Um, I was hysterical. I mean, Nicole could probably pick, pull it up and play it for those that haven't heard it. But I was thinking to myself, okay, you know what, Lady Gaga, you did a great job. But you know what? It doesn't, it's not that hard to pretend you're in love with Bradley Cooper. That is an excellent point. That first night we played poker and all these people are coming in. It was during Super Bowl, yeah, actually. Yeah, you're and right. All these people are coming in and then he walked in. Oh, I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so nice, and we, you know, we had this. Ugh, it was yeah. in Miami. It was during the Miami Super Bowl. No, was it Tampa. Miami? Tampa. Tampa, close, close enough. Yeah. Close Florida. Yeah. Um, a Star is Born is the name of the movie. Well, trust me, I remember everything. I remember the suite number we were in. And ugh. isn't that the most down-to-earth guy? Oh, it was right. He was leaving the, that next day after the Super Bowl to go host Saturday Night Live. It was right at the it's beginning right. of the him. rise. I said, I go, you are going to be like bigger than even like Tom Cruise da, yep. da, da, da. and he goes you think and I go think uh, I know uh, he I remember he started playing with us uh, because he and people know this he's sober yes and he was looking for things to do on the weekend yep. around sober people and so and not that I could why he was with us I, don't I have no idea 
but he but he did and um we just had a weekly game for a couple of years until he got so famous that uh, and he, he was a very good poker player he, he was because he's he just started he learned how to play with us no he was a very good poker player how did you think is he as a as a country singer oh i th i think he could do, do no wrong the, yeah, the, oh. uh, if they have the audio. Oh, this, good, good, this good. In case you guys um, haven't seen it or heard it, um, this was my text message to Donnie explaining why um, I watched it without him. From A Star is Born. I'm so sorry. Nicole, you got it? Here it is. I have to apologize. <laughs> 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 I'm so gross right now. No, you look gorgeous. I watched the Bradley Cooper movie with the Lady Gaga. <laughs> but then I watched it because it was offered, and we don't have any direct TV because of the weather. So there was nothing to watch, and Michelle told me that it was bad. So I figured I'd watch it first. And it's so sad. And it was not even PMSing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were here, though. We love you. You know, it's that. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised your tears weren't freezing <laughs> as they were coming down. It wasn't soul. the polar vortex yet. Oh, okay. But, but I was in hysterics. It was pretty bad. But uh. I, I'm, I'm so proud of him. Is he nominated? Do we know? He is nominated. He's nominated for actor, and the film is nominated. I don't believe he's nominated for director, right, David? You, is he not nominated for a director? No, he's not. No. Um, yeah. I, did you watch the, have you seen the DVD of they've got behind the scenes? No. <gasps> okay, for those that Who buys a DVD? It's not a DVD. <laughs> it's, an, it's Apple TV. Oh, okay. I have Apple TV. In my okay. brain, I think okay. it's a DVD. Okay. But I put on Apple TV, and then it comes up with a, with a page, and you press play. Um, uh, and then there's the, all these different subtitles of, like, behind the scenes of their like audition members remember bradley goes to her house yeah 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 and when 99 people say no and you say yes yes but, but she, she exactly oh, they show that she she said brad when bradley said let's play a song together at their house yeah that first meeting she was like okay let's record it so they sit down at the piano together for the first time and she's playing it and he's singing it's their very first time singing it together wow and it's on that tape now now uh uh, what's your name, Susan DeBeau? <laughs> Susan just oohed and awed as someone was walking past our radio yes. row station. And all the cameras, you guys, are facing someone. I, I see who it is. Who is it? I adore him. Who is he? He's had a little controversy the last couple of weeks, but it's Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin Hart. He's such a good guy. You know what? I'm living vicariously through my daughter because she, lo she loves all this. And she is so mad at me right now because she's not here and she thinks that Drake is going to be everywhere that I am. Oh, no. She says Drake's her husband. Oh, just like Alexa. Yeah, and she, she uh, so I keep trying to find Drake. Oh, my God. Well, thanks for telling me that. So if I run into him, I'll have him call you. Oh, I think yes. we have to take a quick commercial break, you guys. We're going to come right back. More from Radio Row.